Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think, yeah, it started with the disappointment of the game against Bow. We won 3 1 at Celtic Park and uh, should have hammered them that night. Didn't. Uh, we go over there, we lose, I think we lost two early goals over there, and then and Sutton had the chance in the last minute. I just went by the post, and then who'd have thought, you know, a number of months later, we're in the final. So that was the start of the journey, I suppose. Uh, the Blackburn game, I suppose, is the first one I remember, has been something that will actually maybe have a wee chance. Moving forward here, uh, disappointing game in Glasgow, even though we won the game in the soonest comments, and that kind of spurred the guys up. And then uh, when Big Sutton scored the second goal, you thought, well, that's them taken care of. Next was uh, Celta Vigo, I think it was, I think we were jammy, I think we were really lucky against them. We did well at Parkhead, took a, took a 1 0 over there, I think, and then they pummeled us, absolutely pummeled us, and uh, desperation stuff, but managed to get through. Uh, after that was it Stuttgart, was it? Yeah. Just guessing. Just <laughs> Stuttgart, yeah. Uh, again, good game at Parkhead. Uh, I think Larson missed that one. Uh, Maloney played. Was that the game Maloney played? Maybe not. Uh, 20 years ago, so long ago. Uh, won that one over there. Uh, scored an early goal. Looked good and they started losing some goals. And it was all falling apart. And then uh, just managed to, to kind of keep there. And then Liverpool. I think Liverpool, uh, the first game again. I think Henrik came back from his jaw. He'd smashed his jaw or something. Came back. Scored in the first five minutes. They score. Go down there one each. I think we're not going to beat them. And then Thompson scores just before half time. Hartson scores, and that's the point. You think <clears throat> we might have a wee chance here. Uh, and my own personal journey. I mean, I'm I'm not somebody who goes to away days in Europe. Uh, I've only been to one away European game ever, and it was a rapid Vienna game in Manchester uh, back in the 80s, and it was a terrible game, horrible game to be at. So. Uh, Never been to see Celtic uh, out with the UK, only that once in England. Uh, and after the game, I got a phone from my brother-in-law who lives in London. He says, I've got a chance of uh, six tickets for 900 quid on eBay. Again, 
Aye, of course I'm in. Uh, and I asked him, to, I was looking for anyone else. So at the time, I used to go with a couple of mates. Now I go on my own, barely no mates. Phoned a couple of mates. Uh, one of them straight away, I'm in. Other one's a teacher. And he said, I'd love to be in, but I think there's no way I can get time off. This is only so much you actually get to the final. Because we've obviously got the semi-final to overcome as well. So, because back to Paul, my brother-in-law says, aye, two of us are in. Great. So we send him. 150 quid the next day on the basis that when you get to this and even if we didn't get to the final you know you could always flog your ticket for 50 quid or something <clears throat> and I don't mean to sound like 150 quid was a lot of money because there was a lot of money back then it was worth more than it is then and uh, it is now uh, so you think oh I've got a ticket for the final if we get there and then we play and then you've got three teams left and it was uh, Porto Boa Vista Lazio I think it was and you're thinking well we don't want Porto we don't want Lazio we want Boa Vista. Um, and I go on the podcast from, from time to time and we've probably the Champions League draw a few weeks ago and people say, no, you want the big teams. No, you don't want the big teams. You want the wee teams. You always want the wee teams to get to a final. So we get Boa Vista and you think, we've got a real chance here. Uh, first game at Celtic Park. Uh, summer's night, which is quite surreal. European game and the sun's shining. Didn't play well at all. Uh, from memory, missed a lot of chances in the first half. Own goal at the start of the second half, Valharan, Larson scores straight away, one each, and then he misses a penalty late on. And you're thinking, we're blown this, one each at home, away goal. And they're not a great team, Boa Vista. So, second leg, you're watching it at the telly. Awful game, really awful game. And uh, we're not going to score, don't make any chances, nothing's happening. And then Larson pops up with that kind of miss hit goal, and you're thinking, well, all I was thinking is that's the that's has got a goal. We've got an away goal. So at the very least we're getting the extra time here. And then that last whatever it was, ten minutes or so seemed like an eternity, and then the whistle goes in the final. And you're thinking, Oh, I can't be right, we're in the final. Celtics in the final. And uh, it was only twenty minutes later I thought, I've got a ticket. I'm going to the final. This will be great. And then you start thinking, Nah, I won't get a ticket. This guy's never gonna keep us out of the bargain. So you go on eBay. And people are offering like a thousand pounds. I want a thousand pounds, fifty thousand pounds for a ticket. And you're thinking this guy's never going to keep this side of the bargain. So phones Paul again. I said, "Any news from the guy?" So the guy says, "Fine, he'll definitely keep a side of the bargain." And you're thinking, ah, "I'll be right." Because if it was me or you, you're thinking ten times the amount of money. Don't know. So, so that weight, and obviously we're still in the league. Good chance of winning the league. I think the game is brought forward against Dundee to, to the Wednesday before that to give us like a free weekend. And I said to my mate before then, uh, who's going to come with us, we'll just go anyway. If we get a ticket or not, we'll, we'll just go. Uh, and I booked the Algarve for the weekend before it. So we're staying a week. And it was f- fairly cheap uh, to book the Algarve, hired a car, the whole thing. So even if you don't get a ticket, we're definitely going to go. But those weeks leading up to that, I'm phoning Paul, any news? No yet, no yet. Because UEFA didn't get the tickets out uh, to people who were in the ballot until pretty near the, uh, the time of the game. So, somewhere like five days before the, before the game, get a phone call from Paul, I've got the tickets. And you're thinking, well, we're going. So he wasn't leaving to the day before the game. And he said, well, I can meet you up in Seville. And I'm thinking, no, I want the ticket. I want the ticket. So we were flying out on the Saturday. He got the tickets on the Wednesday. And I said, post them, record the delivery. And uh, I was taking the next week off work. I took the Friday off as well, waiting for the postman to come. And the postman came and, you know, we've got a ticket. I've got two tickets for the game. So, and you're thinking... I better not lose these. What am I going to do? So I think I kept them in my, in my in my shoe for about a week. Basically, these are not going to leave. And obviously, 
actually looked okay at the end of that week, but I'm not going to leave these things. I phoned my mate, I've got the tickets, we're going. And then we, uh, we flew out the Saturday, uh, went to the Algarve, brilliant few days in the Algarve. Uh, Rangers played Hearts on Sunday, I think it was, um, through the nearest town, saw Celtic fans again. And they were jammy, the Rangers were jammy that day, Hearts could have beat them. If we wanted them, if they had dropped any points that day, we beat Kilmarnock in the last game, that was won the league, but they won 2 nothing. And then, uh, fast forward to the Tuesday, I'm going to drive through the Tuesday night, night before the game, and, and the mate who couldn't make it, his father-in-law and sister-in-law were going to Seville anyway, and they got a place to stay. So we arranged to meet them, and we were going to stay with them. So we didn't go to the park with the Celtic fans, I gathered, Charlie and the boys, etc. They're, they're playing there, all the usual kind of Celtic songs. And it's quite surreal, quite surreal. And I brought on my camcorder, uh, and these were the days for you kids watching, uh, before your phones could video things. So I had my camcorder with me and recorded some of the stuff in the park. And then after the, that kind of died down, wandered around the city for a while. It's bedlam. I mean, it's just absolutely bedlam. It's getting away everywhere. Get to bed about two or three in the morning and up pretty early the next day into the city. And the city's just bedlam as well. And it's that kind of bit you can hardly wait for the game to start. You want you want the game to start. Uh, and uh, one of the most bizarre things that, that I've seen as a guy dresses Jimmy Savile. I know, obviously, he's a, he's a bad guy now. And he's got... Uh, He's got his tracksuit on, big heavy tracksuit on, he's got Jimmy Seville in here, and he's got all his medallions on him, and all these and his big cigars, and everyone's got their pictures to him, now then, now then, now then, just bonkers, you know. So, uh, and loads of other things are happening, guys are you know, climbing fountains and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> kick off and it's in the 90s and it's just boiling into the stadium and the bit where we are we're kind of like level with the penalty uh, edge of the penalty box and just down from the sun because like, like 10 rows up the guys are just dying but you know, just, just sweltering uh, game starts uh, I thought I mean I, at no point did I ever thought we were going to win it because uh, Porto had taken some really big scalps some really good players we were a good team. We were definitely a good team, but we were, also, we were a kind of functional team, plus Henrik. <laughs> you know, and we were big and we were physical and we didn't get messed about and we were good at set pieces. But, as I said earlier, if we come up against a team like Celta Vigo, really skillful team, moved the ball about, we struggled and we struggled badly. And I thought, not because I'm a pessimist or anything, but, but I just kind of thought, I don't think we're going to win this. But we're there. We're there. I think the Porto were odds on favourites. Uh, hot country, used to playing in that kind of... a uh, Environment. So we're at the game. First half was awful. Nothing happened at all. Uh, we didn't show up. The whole team didn't show. And whether it was because it was too warm, it was a long, hard season, or maybe we were just playing a really good team, don't know. But they weren't that good either. You know, nothing much happened in that whole first half. And then we lose a daft goal. Injury time in the first half. You're thinking, well, we're definitely going to lose it now. If we'd have held on, maybe, and getting at half time and nothing each, maybe it might have been different in the second half. We come out and then Henry scores the goal that Henry scores, and then you, the whole place. So the, the thing was that it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Porto scores, and this is something that it doesn't happen nowadays, when... When it was the old firm and it is the Glasgow Derby and it was half and half at either Celtic Park or Ibrox, when the other lot scored, you looked at it and the, half the stadium erupts. Right? And you don't like it, obviously, but it's a special atmosphere when that happens and they're all going, man, when Porto scored, looking to my left, the whole place is just going mad. And I'd think maybe the split of the ground would be two-third Celtic fans or third Porto fans, but they made a lot of noise and you just see them all going mad and... Daily scored again, he jumps over the barrier and all this kind of stuff. So, so the kind of the theatre of the whole thing is great, even though we just lost a goal. That's great. We get to the second half, Henry scores, and obviously the two thirds of the season going, and you realise we're in a European final and we've scored a goal. Because that whole first half, you're thinking, what a journey we've been on to get to this point in time, and how disappointing we've been. And imagine losing this one nothing <laughs> to that goal. This is terrible. But Henry scores, and the place goes mad, and you're thinking, you never know. And then we lose a half goal within what, 10 minutes or something. Here we go again. And then Henry scores again. And it's bizarre. It's Bedlam. And then he ran towards a bit where you're at. You're thinking, Henry's coming towards us. And it's two each. And for the next 10 minutes, that's the only 10 minutes I thought, we could win this. We could really win this. And we looked really good. And then that kind of fitted out a wee bit. And it was like a nothing game. Nothing much kind of happened. And then you get to extra time. And I must admit, looking back, I mean, nearly, nearly, nearly 20 years ago, and the mind fades a wee bit, but on the footage the, 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 over the PA, he talks about the silver goal. And I try to remember, did I know at the time about the silver goal? And again, for all you kids out there, the silver goal was an attempt to make extra time more exciting. And in Glasgow parlance, it's next goal's a winner, basically. But if you got to half time and extra time, Next goal's no the winner. You need to play the full 30 minutes. It's a bizarre thing to introduce. But I, I'm pretty sure on the night, I don't recall that. I'm not thinking if we score, I've won the game. I'm just thinking we're playing extra time. So we played the first half of extra time and uh, when did they score? Was it the second half? Of, uh, they scored the goal and Bobo gets sent off and you think, that's it finished. And then Maloney comes on, here's the chance with a free kick. How bizarre, you think, giving it to Sean Maloney, who at the time was only a really young guy, Final whistle, you've, you've, you've lost the game. Disappointment. Uh, I know Martin O'Neill talked about the tactics and, you know, but hey-ho, that's that's football, that's how these things work. If we were 3-2 up, I'm pretty sure we'd be wasting time. It meant not have been as uh, blatantly obvious or as theatrical as they were, but we'd be doing the same thing. It was up to us to win the game. I thought the best team won over the course of the game. It wasn't a great game. Uh, we made a real fist of it. Henrik was just unbelievable. Uh, the other ones, you know, I thought they were all pretty average. And even if we'd get 
a decent performance, a better performance out of maybe three or four of them, it might have been different. Uh, again, I had the camcorder, uh, recorded uh, the team going round the park, uh, the disappointment at the end. Celtic fans stayed to the end. Why would they leave when you get to a European final? Why would you leave? Uh, uh, so they stayed to the bitter end. We wandered back into the city, uh, sense of disappointment, but but chuffed we got there. Really, really chuffed that we got there. Uh, who'd have thought, you know, nine years before, almost going bust. Uh, three years earlier, Inverness, Caledonia, Inverness, go ballistic thingy. We've got Raphael, shite and Ian, right, right and shite. And all of a sudden we're in this uh, European final, uh, optimistic moving forward. Uh, must have stayed up to it six, seven in the morning, just kind of chatting about the game. And, and, and I was quite, as I tend to be, quite philosophical about the whole thing. And and, and I got a bit of grief about saying the better team won because what about this, what about that? An example I gave, to me, it seemed like a kind of Italy, West Germany type of game where Italy were the kind of flair team and West Germany were kind of solid, no nonsense, physical. I mean, I watched boy, I always want the flair team to win. I'd like Italy to be West. And in fact, you go back to Lisbon. And you think when Celtic were the flair team in Lisbon, they went there, you know, to play their football. The Italians uh, into Milan were there to shut up shop, pretty negative thing. And for the good of football, they were not saying for the good of football, Porto won, but I think over the course of that game, I think they just kind of shaded it. They were odds on favourites to win it. The achievement was getting there. If they'd won it, it'd have been brilliant, it'd have been absolutely brilliant. But hey ho, we got there. Uh, I'm really optimistic about the future moving forward. Uh, so. That's my Seville story.
think uh, I'm not a big fan of the term best fans in the world or, or, or best fans at all. I think I think fans do different things, and I'm a I'm a great admirer of of uh, of fans who support teams who don't win anything. Like Hibs. <laughs> sorry, the guys are here. Sorry. Uh, but if you're a Motherwell fan, a Partick Thistle fan, you know, East Fife, you're never going to win anything. And these these men, these women, they turn up week after week after week to, to see their teams. They're not the best fans in the world. You know, I think it's easy when you support a successful team because you're winning games. And that's the acid test if you're a good fan or not. Uh, I was at a game the other night, a European game, where... Uh, when Leipzig scored the second goal, loads of people left. Loads of people left. Even though there was there was still time, maybe to get two goals back. Unlikely though it may be, that wouldn't happen to a league game. You know, so you know, so I think the best fans in the world thing is a bit of a kind of a misnomer for me. In terms of Seville, to take eighty thousand ish, which seems to be the kind of best estimate, across to you know, that distance into foreign because I know that's been superseded by what happened in Manchester, but Manchester's just down the road. They've actually mobilised, if it was 80,000 people, to go there and to be so well behaved. Because we're in that environment and it's boiling hot and people are drinking all day, then there is the opportunity for things to go badly wrong. And I think they were pretty much self, very well self-policed. And they got this Fair Play Award, which was an acknowledgement of what they've done. So I think as a body, uh, as opposed to individual people, I think the fact that Celtic fans got that award... Uh, it was really, really good. Again, it just added to the fact we got to the final, we took loads of fans with us and the, the behaviour was exemplary and UEFA acknowledged that and long may that continue and I think uh, in any European game Celtic then tend to take you know, 10, 20,000 fans across and so far, touch wood, things have been, things have been okay uh, and long may that continue because uh, I think it's important for for the image of the club. Yeah, I know that uh, with a number of fines in the past few years, which have been a bit self-inflicted, uh, but that's a whole different story. So, I don't want to go over there. So, but anyway, in terms of that, going to to, to mobilise that many people to, to go over there to win that award, that just added to that journey and the kind of satisfaction of what was achieved that season, and just the icing on the cake is if Henry had to get the third goal and won the game three two. Head and shoulders, literally metaphorically, above everyone. Uh, his performance in Seville was just nothing short of outstanding. The first goal, how he managed to score the first goal, uh, it takes an exceptional player to think, I can score for you, I can do it. And just how he managed it up above the guy and bend it across and off the post. It uh, was the talisman, he was the main man. Uh, if you took Tenet last night with that team, out of that Martin O'Neill team, would they have been as good? No way, of course. Would they have been successful? Don't know. Because actually at the time, Domestically, it was pretty much fine margins, and he was the guy that kind of pulled it up. And although there was there was times during that that run he was missing, I think he was missing for. Uh, did they play in the Stuttgart game? I can't remember the, the home game against Stuttgart for some reason. I don't know, too long ago. But from a Larson point of view, we will never see that level again. Certainly not for that length of time. We might get somebody coming through a Yota or a Kyogo who are exceptional, but they ain't going to stay for the length of time Larson stayed. Seven years is a hell of a long time. And since those times, you have then learned that he had ample opportunities to leave, to go to bigger clubs. And, and to go to Barcelona kind of speaks for itself. And to play a major part in them winning the Champions League, I think every Celtic fan was actually really chuffed for the last... And maybe, 
again, I know he talks about that's the best years of his career, but maybe if you are last and you're thinking, maybe I should have left earlier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Once you go to Barcelona and you sample Barcelona, I know we went to Man U for a few months as well. You may have thought, you know what? Maybe I should have came here a bit sooner. Maybe I stayed there too long. Uh, he's never going to say that out loud. But I think, and, I mean, he obviously had a, a phenomenal time uh, in his football career. Uh but I actually think if I was Larson, I'd be thinking, having, you know, through the Barcelona experience and the Man U experience, maybe I should have left a wee bit earlier. And to have had him at Celtic Park for, for so long was brilliant. And it's and it's hard to convey that to younger fans, just how good this guy was. Unbelievably good. Take, take any of the world-class players just now, uh, he was that good. And we had him there. And he was there for seven years. Brought a lot of success. And that was that was his game. And, and he must have been devastated that game. I know that you know he, he talks about he's never watched the game. I think most Celtic fans have not watched the game again. I've not watched it again. I've seen the goals again, uh, and because it's so long ago, you actually forget. You know, is that how they scored the goal? I didn't remember they did that. Well, that was a terrible goal to lose. And I think we were, well, maybe two or three players short. Uh, Lubo didn't play them. Lubo, I don't. Lubo left by then. Lubo might have made a wee difference to that kind of game because I just thought that kind of game. It needed a bit of guile and a wee bit of skill and something a bit different. And I just thought, successful team though we were, really good team though we were, good players that we were, the Suttons and the Hartsons and the Thompsons and the Lens and, and the Lamberts, they weren't giving you that wee bit of flair, that wee, that wee moment of magic that can make the difference. And if you get Larson up front, then he'll lead what you're going to do, basically. I, I thought we missed that. Uh, and the final, the final was a one-man show from Larson. And as I said earlier, if another three or four had even played to maybe half his level, we might just have sneaked it. But uh, hey-ho, I mean, it was a kind of once-in-a-generation thing. Uh, fans have been brought up in, you know, winning in Lisbon and uh, losing in Milan. Uh, we'd never have thought Celtic would ever get to a European final. So to get there was just, that was such an achievement. And it's just a shame the way it worked out in the end. I'll start with the goalkeeper. I mean, I think uh, I think Rab Douglas was outstanding at Anfield, you know. So if we had to get by them, uh, I think Rab played his part in getting us there. I'm not so sure of the three goals we lost. You could say well, that was the goalkeeper's fault. Uh, so sticking to the goals, I'm not so sure. Uh, I think the goalkeeping position under Martin O'Neill was always the one that was a bit suspect. Uh, we didn't have a world. What we said about Rab, wasn't a world class goalkeeper. So. Uh, would have made a difference? I'm not so sure. Uh, the Hartson was an interesting one, I think, uh, because we maybe could have went a bit longer. We had Sutton there, we had Hartson there. Larson scores two goals with his head. Who's to say that Hartson would have made a difference as well? Uh, good physique the big man has. Either an option off the bench, I think, when they maybe got to two each and the game started to die, maybe we'd come off the bench there. Uh, who's the third one? Baldy getting sent off. Uh, 
again through the sands of time. I'm trying to remember, was it was it two each at that point? Or was it was it, so if it's still two each at that point? We could have hung on for extra time, I think, because the game's kind of died. Nothing much was going to happen, and I was dreading penalties, just dreading penalties. As a fan, you're thinking, finish this before we get there, please. Don't go to penalties. Uh, I thought it was unfortunate uh, for Mamie. I don't think the referee was that was that clever on the night. Uh, he seemed a wee bit pernickety, picking up bits and pieces. I thought the big chat was a bit unlucky, but it's a bit reckless at times. In general, Baldy. So I suppose in the final, uh, hey ho. Uh, if he stays on, we may get to penalties. If Hartson's fit, he comes on for the last maybe 20-25 minutes and may make a difference. I'm not so sure a better goalkeeper would have done much with, with the three goals we lost. I think they're bad defensive goals to lose. Uh, but again, you don't want to be too harsh. And this is a cup final. This is the, must have been, maybe part of Lambert, the kind of highlight of most of these guys' careers up to that point. Uh, you don't know what they're thinking. I mean, football's all 90% mental, psychological. You've made a cup final. You know, what are you feeling on the day of the cup final? You look around the city, it's just green and whites. You're carrying their hopes and expectations. And we didn't perform. <laughs> you know, and it must be, you know, if you're a, a Chris Sutton or a, a kind of Alan Thompson looking back at them thinking, you know what, that was my chance. I could have done so much better. I'm not blaming them. It's just football, football. The guys aren't robots. Uh, but I could have done a wee bit better and they might have made a difference. So, uh, yeah, back in the mixed views on that one and those three points. Yeah, I think we thought we could kick on from that. And then Henrik leaves within a year and then Martin O'Neill leaves the year after that and we start to downsize. And uh, I know a lot of fans didn't like Gordon Strachan, but I was a huge fan of Gordon Strachan. I think with the resources he had, he'd done an exceptional job uh, domestically and in Europe. Uh, takes the last 16. Uh, one three in a row. Uh, but we're certainly downsizing at that point. We're paying, from a Scottish perspective, we're paying huge wages to some of the guys, the Lennons, the, the, the Suttons and the Hearts. And so, so we had to cut, because you have to be, whether fans like it or not, you have to watch the money, otherwise you might go bust. So you have to be careful with that. I think I think there's a lot wrong with the club at the time. Uh, but because we're playing Scotland, we can get away with that. I think after the Gordon Strachan era, Things have to dip, certainly in Europe. Uh, and what's good about Ange, I think, Ange's got a kind of plan. Ange's got a philosophy. And I don't think we've had managers, even 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 Rogers, who's got a certain style about them. Uh, I think we've always played safe in Europe. I suppose if you look back in the last 10 years, I think Barcelona's been the highlight, really, in terms of taking a scalp in Europe. If you look at the Barcelona game, how did we win the Barcelona game? With something like 17% possession or something, Foster played the game of his life. Just keep it solid, don't do it in daft. What happened the next game? We didn't replicate that because we play safe all the time. And that's the great thing about Ange, and he's getting slaughtered by certain people, is that he's got a way of what it's to play. And if we keep at it and we keep at it, then we'll be good at that. I don't think we've, any sort of, we've had any sort of plan. I think we've muddled along, basically. The signings that we've had have been relatively poor. So from a strategic point of view, not great signings. In Europe, not great plans, I don't think. And even under Brendan Rodgers, you know, he played a certain style and got horsed. You know, and I think Ange's got... I'd like to think 
Yeah, under Ange, there's, there's no reason. With this third competition, this conference league, there is no reason why we couldn't get... And in fact, I mean, given our main rivals got to a Europa League final a few months ago, if they can get to one, there's no reason why we can't get to one either. Uh, and with the conference league coming in, there's another one as well. So I'd like to think there's no reason why in the next 10 years we get to Europa, we get to conference. The Champions League is way out of depth. We're, even if you know we've got a really good team and we're all on song... We'll get nowhere near the Champions League last 16, last eight, say. Uh, but I think the Europa, I think the Conference League, under a good manager, under a good board to know what they're doing, uh, I think we suffered uh, because of the lasting uh, chief executive. Uh, I think under the new guy, he's letting Ange just on you go, big chap. Who do you need? We'll get the guys you want. Take it from there. I think we've been terribly unlucky in this Champions League campaign so far. Uh, People say it's a sob story, but I think it's a bit more than a, than a sob story. He's got a certain style. He wants them to play. Uh, and I know I'm going to the current, what's happened currently, but the game they're like against, against Leipzig, we could have packed the midfield, played for a draw. Do you learn anything from that? Does Matt O'Reilly become a better player if you do something like that? No, he doesn't. You let Matt O'Reilly try and win the show and you take the game to them. He'll get better. The next game we play, he'll be better. The team will be better. There's a shape, there's a form, there's a plan. And you may have to take a few bloody noses to get there, but you'll get there at some point. Whereas I just think playing a certain kind of game, you never learn anything, you never become any better. And if your signings aren't too clever to start off with, then I think your performances in Europe can like it's kind of obvious that's what's going to happen. Under Ange, I'm I'm pretty optimistic moving forward. So hopefully this is recorded within the next ten years, I think a conference league, a Europa League final is not beyond us. Once you get there, that's in the lap of the gods. Uh, so, Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.